0: You're listening to the Calcullan Diary Podcasts, stories and sound from a village grown bigger. Hello, you're listening to On This Day with Brian Byrne. It's Tuesday, 16th of June, 2020. On this day in 1904, Dublin writer James Joyce walked out for the first time with Nora Barnacle, who became his life partner and eventually his wife. His novel Ulysses, published in 1922, was set on the same date. The epic work describes a day in the life of one Leopold Bloom as he walks around a Dublin and drives with friends in a carriage to a funeral. The novel is considered to be one of the greatest literary works in history, brilliantly structured in a stream of consciousness style. That same style, though, doesn't make it an easy read. Joyce deliberately put in many of what he termed enigmas and puzzles that would keep professors busy for centuries arguing over what I meant. And it has, so far anyhow, for more than one of those centuries. In real life, Joyce and Nora went off to Europe, not too long after they started going out. They didn't officially get married until 1931, but in the same way that his Ulysses writing was experimental in the modernist genre, their relationship was equally so. By all accounts, a relationship of equals, and one of intense feelings, a true marriage of minds as well as bodies. They ended up spending much of their life in Trieste in Italy, and later in Zurich in Switzerland. It was often a hand-to-mouth affair in the early days, living on Joyce's earnings from teaching in a Berlitz school, and from private English lessons he gave, which often were the difference between having and not having the rent. I'm not going through their life. The best telling of it I heard on last Saturday night's Radio 1 with the wonderful Edna O'Brien, mellifluous and seductive in recounting the family's ups and downs, their triumphs and tragedies. She is the author of what is regarded as one of the very best books on Joyce and women, James Joyce, published 21 years ago. But today is Bloomsday, and in Dublin you will see many Joycean characters wandering the streets and landmarks made famous in Ulysses. This year, unfortunately, looking in vain for the pubs which were the only punctuation points in the novel. For that, we must blame the novel coronavirus. The modern Bloomsday was started in 1954 by Dublin publican and artist John Ryan along with the novelist Brian O'Nolan, otherwise famous under his pseudonyms of Flan O'Brien and Miles Nagopoline. They, with a group of Dublin intellectuals and writers, hired a couple of horse-drawn cabs to make a pilgrimage along the Ulysses roads and stops. Unfortunately, there were too many stops, and they never made it to the end to what had been the brothel quarter of Night Town in the novel. Too many stops, too early. That initial version has evolved into a day with a range of cultural activities, including Ulysses' readings and dramatizations, pub crawls, and other events. Hundreds of Dubliners dress as characters from the book, spouting long passages from it to anyone who cares to listen. It's not just a Dublin phenomenon. Bloomsday is strongly celebrated in Hungary, in at least 17 major cities in the United States, in Trieste and Genoa in Italy, in Sydney and Melbourne in Australia. You will also encounter sundry Leopolds and Mollys and Stephen Dedalises today in New Zealand, Canada, the Czech Republic, the United Kingdom and France, and probably in any other country where you'll find an Irish pub. And you may also have done so this time last year in Kilcullen for Kilcullen 700 at the Garden Party hosted by Geraldine and Tony Gahan. But all that was far from James Joyce's and Nora Barnica's minds on this day in 1904, when they walked to Ring's End for their first romantic liaison, which was to endure for the rest of their lives together.